How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 25 Chapter 7 This is Season 25 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 7. In this episode, we will be contrasting the two forms of synchronization, consensual and non-consensual. To start off, non-consensual synchronization results from the coinciding of two people in their execution of a task related to the resetting of a period of a bodily rhythm. Consensual synchronization results from the inhibition of bodily rhythms. That is to say, it is not the execution of an action that creates consensual synchronization but rather its inhibition. In effect, consensual synchronization works very much like substitution in relation to two bodily rhythms, except the two rhythms in this case are the same rhythm of two different actors. In effect, the same basic rules apply to assessing a consensual synchronization. The change, in the ratio of task time over period time, or abstinence in one rhythm, of one person, equals the change in ratio for the second rhythm, person 2. Thus, we can use the same equations explored in the episodes of this season to elaborate the relationship. Consensuality fundamentally involves abstinence with respect to some rhythm, along with the execution of the task related to the resetting of that rhythm with another person. In that, Changes in the ratios of rhythms reflect changes in the frequency, which manifest in common intersections spatially, pursuant to both actors' consent. Now, it has also been said in past episodes that the consensuality of an actor creates the non-intersection between two actors, thus, the space for an internal mind. Therefore, the cycling of the various bodily rhythms to the extent that they preserve in us the execution of non-coincident execution tasks, reflects the creation of this private space. Now, abstinence in regards to multiple linked rhythms results in decoupling of the rhythms such that the change in one ratio is not compensated for by another ratio. In such a state, it is possible to step outside one's consensuality, so to speak, and observe things which collide with common expectations. Although any behavior which recurs can ultimately be thought of as a bodily rhythm, for the most part, the cycles that correspond to actual rhythms occur over days, hours, or minutes. There are the occasional non-bodily rhythm cycle with a ratio which links it to a bodily cycle, but other behaviors generally recur at a lower frequency. This tells us that, for example, historical cycles such as would describe emotional calibration, are significantly lower in their ratio and hence frequency. Since we know that a behavior linked to another cycle will be coincident with that cycle on a regular basis, we know that one cycle is the common denominator of both cycles. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.